And we are back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another installment of the Dude Thoughts podcast, the official celebrity deep dive podcast for the celebrities, of the celebrities, to the celebrities, by us, the celebrities. Uh, you have Carmen, Gabe, and Kelky, the Dude Thoughts team. Gabe, handsome man. Hey, dude, what's up? You always start with me. Do you want... <laughs> Kelky, hey, dude, Thank what's you. up? <laughs> Spread the love. Um, you know, I've just been packing like crazy. Michael and I have been packing so much. It is a time. Um, I hate it. It's hard to pack up when you're still like living in the house and you need like mm. things to live. It's annoying. Heard that. But I bought like some wardrobe boxes. Um, cause I think it's stupid to like take all of my clothes off of hangers and fold them just to pull them out and put them back on hangers. So I just ordered wardrobe boxes and just took them all and hung them in those. You should just also put all packing your hangers, hangers is stupid. We won't get into that right now. Um, <laughs> but so we did that. So that was actually also cuts down on a lot of time. Cause I just moved my whole closet into like three boxes and yeah, it's just been a lot of packing, and in between that, I've been watching that Inventing Anna show on Netflix, and if you want to watch some crazy shit go down, you should watch it, because it is absolutely wild and based on a true story, and bonkers. It's just crazy. Is it about Anna Kendrick? No, it's about Anna, this girl who called herself Anna Delvey, and she like came over from Germany in like 2016, 2017, and just somehow infiltrated like high society in New York and started just basically like defrauding companies and banks for millions of dollars and how oh, she, and she story. basically just, this is based on a true story. This girl Robin Hood is sounding ass bitch. like currently, well, she <laughs> ended up going to prison and she got out of prison and now she's currently being detained by ice because she's technically overstayed her visa, but she's like trying wow. to fight the deportation, but it's a wild. And I will say, the main girl's accent is um, really jarring, but it is how she talks in real life. Like the actual lady, I listened to her speak some and it's because she grew up in Russia for a little while and then her family moved to Germany. So it's like a weird mixture of both and it's really weird and hard to kind of get past, but it's a very interesting story and it's really, they did this story on Netflix and it's by Shonda, Shonda Rhimes, the queen. Shonda. Yes. And let me tell you, um, I was like six minutes in and there were already actors from every other Shonda show. I was like, it, once you're in with Shonda, you're just like set up in Hollywood. It's like the good life. Would you say um, that they were living in Shondaland? Um, they were most definitely living in Shondaland. I have no idea what any of these words are. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes, <laughs> the creator of Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with oh, Murder, okay. and Bridgerton. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Calm down. And, also and every things. other show, basically. A queen, a true queen of Hollywood, honestly. But anyway, so she wrote this, so it's very dramatic, but very good. Anyway, so that's my uh, official Netflix recommendation for everybody. Um, Hey, Carmen, what's up? Do you mean, hey, dude, what's up? No, I mean, hey, Carmond. <laughs> Carmood. Carmond. Carmood. Um, it's like Carmen, dude. Carmood. Ca- Come, dude. Um, so I, I just ate two packages of Gushers because I'm an adult. Um, also, so right before this, it's funny because I was like, you ever just lose your mouse on your, your computer screen? Um, so this this reminds me, I'm, I'm getting a lot of PTSD. So at work, we have all of these monitor stations, right? So it's um, – Everyone has their own MacBook that the company provides, and you bring that to work every day. And then there's these monitors within the office, and we have, like, an eight-computer eight spot, and then we have a two-computer spot. Uh, but every time you go to a new monitor, you have to reconfigure your whole display. So I was talking to someone uh, yesterday who was coming upstairs, and they wanted to show me this presentation they've been working on. And I had a little bit of time, and... They pl- I said, right, let's just, just plug your computer in. And watching this person who's an adult professional set up their display for the first time <laughs> was like nails on a chalkboard. I just don't understand how in this day and age, I get it if you're like a boomer, right? Like when you're in your 50s, 60s, if you don't use technology regularly, I can understand how that's hard for you. Like my dad can use his phone and he can at least understand how to text 
but like if he was to do a monitor thing on his computer right now, I'm sure it would be very, very challenging. Uh, but this person's a young person. And I'm like, how do you not know how Here's to set this question. up? Here's my question. What is the operating system at work? So we're all on Macs. So, so that would be difficult for me, PC, truthfully, yeah. because I'm a PC person. And I don't know shit about Macs, and I hate them. So if you're used to one or the other, it makes more sense that there would be some. Like, I could probably figure it out, but it wouldn't be, like, instantaneous. I don't, but, like, I find it annoying when I'm, like, on a Mac, like, not a computer, but, like, a MacBook laptop. To, like, if I'm, like, how the fuck am I supposed to right-click? Like, I need, I don't, it doesn't matter if you tell me how. I can't do it. I, it you just, just cannot, it's it can, left I and understand. right. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing because there's not okay. a click thing on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, this person has been with the company for almost a year and has been using a MacBook for that that whole time. So there is no excuse. If this was day <laughs> one, day one, maybe. Uh, but anyways, um, you guys can see in the corner I have my guitar here. I've been playing a lot more guitar lately oh, now that good. I'm playing at my church. Uh, although Jessica and I got into this huge conversation today um, because... Over the last couple of years, my ear and my my tone preferences have changed. So I went out and I sold my old amp to buy a new amp. And I'm looking at my pedal board and I'm like, oh, that's garbage, that's garbage, that's garbage. I want that, I want that, I want that. And I want to do a whole revamp of my pedal board. And Jessica's like, how much is that going to cost? And I said, just don't ask questions. Just, just say yes. See, but if she said that to you, you would like hurl things yeah. through windows. So I don't find that um, fair. No, because if she was doing something when it comes to ask Jessica how much money I'd be willing to pay and have paid for her blog, any venture <laughs> that she has when it comes to uh, the, the personal projects, or if she said, I want to start writing and drawing again, I would say, how much does an easel cost? You know what? Don't tell me. Fucking buy it. You want to paint? Best one Get on the oil. Market, babe. Do it. Yeah, seriously. Get whatever you want. But Jessica's not doing that. That's no, the difference. I, I, I agree with Carl. No, but she like... One. doesn't happen often. She'll be like, let me decorate the house, which is her passion. And you're like, no, you're not that allowed to not, feel joy in our home. No, 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 no. That's not true. <laughs> I disagree. It I've depends. Seen you say those things. No, 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 no. Those are very different things. Because here's the difference. This pedal... Now, you know what? I'm not going to get into this conversation with you guys right now. This is... <laughs> Gabe, hey dude, what's up? This is an thanks for thanks for defending me, was, Gabe, handsome man. Hey dude. Yeah. Um, so I'm staying at a hotel right now, and the internet was down, so it took a little while to get going, and now I can't turn off. You know how hotels have that air conditioned thing up against the window? Um, yes. The big one, yeah, the big I, units. Yeah, that big unit. Oh, hey, I got a big unit for you. Um, <laughs> Wiener. <laughs> so. My, the desk I'm at is next to that AC unit, and it just turned on. And they're, like, not quiet things. And so, and I can't turn it off. I'm hitting the button that says off, and I think it's getting louder. So I It makes you feel any better. We can't hear it at all. Well, I've got the, I'm, I'm blocking the microphone with, with, with my body, and now I'm very <laughs> cold. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing that for you, the listener. I am sitting in this tundra of the ice that is this Hilton resort so that you don't hear an AC unit. You should leave a really bad review for them. I'm not going to do that, but however, the front desk person was very rude, but that's not, that's, that's okay. Carmen, you would love it if the air conditioner was freezing cold. No, no, I know, but I know that Gabe wants it warmer. If I was in there and it was too hot, I would leave a scathing review. Listen, I don't mind if it's cold cold when I'm going to bed because I can cuddle up under some blankets. Um, especially because there's two beds in this room and just myself, so I could have four blankets. <laughs> so, but anyways, and then also I had like a bit of identity crisis because my job paid for me to be here, and they're giving me money for food and stuff, and I was just like, do I deserve this? I do deserve <laughs> this. So I don't know if Carmen, if you had any of that, but no, Carmen, you think you deserve everything. So it's true. <laughs> I, deserve, I deserve the world. I, back. I um, will say I I sometimes feel uh I feel weird taking days off i feel like i don't deserve days off sometimes well that's which is, is unhealthy no no like that i do it's fucking capitalism yeah yeah for sure um but i think i think it's more so when it's like being a salaried employee like if i was yeah. hourly I, I i would unplug 100 percent. or if i need to clock in for one email clock it in i'll do one email <laughs> i'll clock in for five minutes that's fine 
Um, that's what I, that's what I fear not, working from home yeah. is not being able to turn that off and just being like, well, my work computer's right there. So I could just pop it on open. And no, y'all got to have some fucking family. balance. I, I'm okay with balance. But however, I want a lot of money when I have this balance. <laughs> so. Well, if you, they're going to pay you the same amount, whether you're answering emails at 2 a.m. or not. If you well, have also, a salary job. I'm also and if you I'm start salary, doing that, then they're going to be like, they're going to be like, well, now we know that we can bother Gabe at any hour because that's the precedent you've set. Listen, you're not wrong. In, in Gabe's defense, I think when it comes to being a salaried leader in general, you, have to, you, you find that line. So, like, for example, I'm going to work from home next Wednesday because I know that if something comes up and someone messages me right now, I would answer it. Uh, so I'm going to take that time and I, I'm going to use that flexibility to work from home. But I digress. Yeah. I want a lot of I want Tom Holland type money. Tom Holland. Speaking of Tom Holland, <laughs> Carmen, what so should people do at the eleven minute mark? At the eleven minute and three second mark of the Dude Thoughts podcast, celebrity deep dive show extravaganza featuring Dwayne the Rock Jansen, uh, you should go uh, tell five hundred of your closest friends, family members, uh, acquaintances, your closest acquaintances, uh, and tell them go listen to this episode. If they like Tom Holland, if they like Marvel, if they maybe spoke about Uncharted, if they uh, like umbrella lip sync battles make sure that you're telling them about this episode and also if they like dogs and like cats they'll love this episode um like subscribe five star reviews follow at dude thoughts pod on instagram at carmen.gabriel.official at gym leader gabe at chaotically kelky uh it's all the things and kelky we're talking about tom holland take it away we most certainly are the precious, precious bean of Tom Holland, who is just a nugget and a British. Is he a angel. bean or a nugget? Why can he only be one? He is both. Oh, that's yeah, new. That. Thomas. Does anyone want to guess what his middle name is? You're not. Fredrickson. British. <laughs> Tom Brit. Thomas British Holland. Trumpet. Thomas Trumpet. Stanley Holland. Oh, I knew I did know that. I'm Born upset. Gabe. Gabe, what is his birthday? June 1st, 1998, maybe? That's my guess. I know June 1st. 1996. Oh, close. close. But he is a baby and he has Gabe's birthday twin a few years later. Where's the exact Which same makes person? him a Gemini. Which I guess I'll allow. Cookies to the stars. Into. Tell us. <laughs> Carmen, where's my theme song? Kel keys to the stars. Shoo, 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 shoo. Those are shooting stars flying through the sky. Thanks. I like that part. Of the I don't know what uh, I did the first time. I need I to go. Know. Back. I was like, I don't remember what you did last time, but it was not that. <laughs> this time, it, there, there was actually shooting stars in the sky. Um, oh, I love that. I mean, I definitely yeah. like that sound effect better than no sound effect. So locking Anyways. it in. It's now Kel keys to the stars. <laughs> I can't wait to see if you remember that next time you have to do it. (laughs) I will not remember. I know. Um, So uh, Gemini, uh, someone that we all know that's a Gemini is Gabriel. And sometimes Gemini are known for being a little bit insane and having multiple personalities because Gemini, uh, like the sign is twins. So they're kind of, um, but it's not, similar twins it's like opposite twins so they're kind of like really hot and cold and can like uh, flip on a on a switch you know just you know it's it is what it is it's fine <laughs> we love our gemini <laughs> we do love our gemini Hello. i if i had to you know what i'm not gonna say it it's fine it doesn't matter no please. gemini's and scorpios and honestly probably leo's catch the most shit from the zodiac overall like if i had definitely gemini's and scorpios catch a lot of shit um, for being like the worst zodiac sign, um, clearly we have one of each of those on this show, and I—that's why we work both. so well. <laughs> so I think, you know, again, it's with the zodiac. There's a lot of like stereotypes, and if you take it at face value, you'd be like, yeah, that person sounds like they would be shitty. But there's a lot more that goes into it than what is on the surface. I just think we're the best of our star sign, and with none of the bad. <laughs> 
Well, all of us. It's good that you think that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I would like to gently disagree. <laughs> I'm gonna have to write Gemini us. wildly unaware. Um, Okay, back to Thomas Stanley Um, His parents are Nicola and Dominic Holland Nicola Nicola. is a (laughs) photographer (laughs) And Dominic is a writer slash comedian So he has some experience in the industry So um, Tom definitely got a lot of uh, inspiration and mentoring from him In his younger acting years um, he is one of four children, all boys, and he was diagnosed with dyslexia when he was seven, which he is very open about. Um, excuse me, I have to burp up some frou-frou. The whole package. <laughs> Almost the whole package. I put it away before I finished it. There was... Can I share a story real quick? I'm sorry. It was on sale at Target today. <laughs> so... Back when I was working at Sports Authority, way back in the day, my schedule was always stupid, right? Like, I'd be getting home, basically like a a Disney gem schedule, but every day. Um, And I'd be getting home sometimes at like, you know, 1, 2 in the morning. And of course, at that point, I hadn't eaten since like 6 p.m. So I come home, and my routine was an entire Jack's Frozen pizza, which the, the sodium alone is terrible for you. So... And also at the time I was like, man, I wake up dehydrated every day and I can't, I don't know why. I don't understand why. It made no sense. Um, Gabe, as the, as the resident fitness guru, I'm going to have you explain that to me later. Um, But uh, so anyways, I I posted a picture and it was like one bite left. And I think I posted it to Facebook saying, this is what, uh, um, what's, what is it? Uh, This is what, um, when you're, when you're strong and you're, this is what willpower looks like. That's what I had posted. Um, cause I didn't finish the whole thing. Anyways, it made me think because you, you would strike me as the person who would put one true fruit back in the bag and then put it in the freezer and say, I didn't eat the whole bag. No, no. If there's only one left, I'm like, I'm going to finish that. Cause then I can just throw it in the garbage <laughs> and I don't have to walk all the way to the freezer. Before we move on, how, can we have a, just a definitive answer on something for me really quick? What is the appropriate amount of Oreos to leave in a bag? In a package? Yeah. Like, like if you're down. Bag of Oreos. If you're like, okay, there's five left, you can yeah, like eat five. You, okay, but can because you have one? Like, what's I normally, the appropriate amount to leave in? No, you never leave one. Because you can never no. eat just one Oreo at a time. No, I said, can you eat one? Yeah, if you have that kind of willpower, you can absolutely eat one. I don't think I've ever eaten less than three Oreos at a time. I, I so understand the question. If you're going to leave less than three, then I wouldn't do it. And I would say less than five because I can't just go and take any less than five Oreos. I would say, so I can eat five Oreos. I, I'm with Carmen. If I'm going to the Oreos, I'm getting five. But I think I would feel comfortable putting back three. Not for just me, for like a household. Yeah. I feel like leaving three Oreos is a good number. I just saying that because I got to the bag of Oreos the other day and there was two Oreos inside. Yeah, and that's not like, enough Oreos. That's, that's, uh, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> it's not enough if, if it's me and i love this question gabe i feel like we could spend an entire podcast on this one question alone just for the record <laughs> and that could be like a whole uh, roommate etiquette episode um <laughs> but if it was me and i get to the package and it's less than less than five less than one carmen serving i'm putting them into a a ziploc baggie and then i'm taking them to lunch tomorrow and i'm not letting the other person in the in the house get them they're my so Oreos. you're, you're now. making the decision Yes, You're I'm making matters the decision. Into your own hands. Gotcha. Exactly, 100%. I respect that. What would no Tom anarchy do? here. What would Tom Holland do? How many Oreos would Tom leave? Tom strikes me as a 10 Oreo guy. You think Tom Holland is eating 10 Oreos in a sitting? Yeah. That's how he gets his abs. He weighs like six pounds. Yes, because. And it's all muscle. The, the Oreos are all empty carbs, it's basically celery. That's a um, good point. I think you mean negative calories, nope. not empty, empty carbs. Empty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Empty. I mean, did I say to say empty carbs? <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Like a monster. Look at those empty carbs. Stupid. I hate my life. And some Oreos looking at my empty carbs. Okay. That's a Gushers wrapper, not an Oreos. It's an empty, empty Gushers. 
Okay, so Tom went to an all-boys private Catholic school called Donhead in England. So did his, his brothers. Um, he has said in the past that if he was not an actor, he probably would have been a teacher because he loves working with kids, which is precious. I do think he has the personality for that, for sure. Um, pretty common knowledge. Huge Spider-Man fan as a child, which is precious that uh, his life worked out the way it did because it's just so cute when you see the picture of like little six-year-old him in a full Spider-Man costume. It's adorable. Um, okay, so most people know that Tom Holland is a trained dance dancer and gymnast. And if you have not seen the video of him doing the umbrella lip sync dance, you need to give it a Google immediately because it is incredible. And he is so talented. Now, he started taking dance lessons when he was 10 years old. And the name of the place he took dance lessons is my favorite thing because it is called the Nifty Feet Dance Academy. Oh my God. That's <laughs> and, incredible. And um, his teacher basically immediately noticed that he had like a lot of natural talent and told his parents that he had a lot of natural talent. And so kind of worked with him specifically on... Um, like exploring that and making sure it was utilized. And then uh, he was bullied at school for being a dancer because kids are stupid. Um, so don't let your kids be dumb. Uh, a couple years later, uh, he auditioned for, I wrote auctioned. No, he auditioned for Billy Elliot uh. the Musical, which is a musical about a boy who dances. And on the West End, which is essentially Broadway in London. Where Which we I were there to see how, uh, yes, we happened to see Hamilton there and he was cast in a supporting role in June, 2008. And like three months later, they offered him the lead. Now, because the lead is played by minors, there are three alternating cause they do so many shows a week. So like for child labor purposes, they have three mm-hmm. alternating boys. So he was one of the three, the first night that he went on as Billy Elliot, he had tonsillitis, but it was so like, he still did such a great job. He got great reviews. Like no one even knew that he had it, which is very impressive. <laughs> um, and tonsillitis for any of you out there who don't know is, uh, the disease that happens when you eat too much and your tonsils could explode within your throat at any moment. It's also not that at all because Carmen is dumb. Uh, so he was Billy Elliot for two years until 2010. Carmen loves it when I say nice things about him. I you know, I wanted to say something, but I said, you know what, just fuck it. This is I like to just plow on. right through. I'm just I'm just gonna keep going. Carmen's the worst, and we're moving, and we're moving. So during the fifth anniversary for the Billy Elliot musical on the West End, he and the other two boys who played Billy Elliot got to go and meet the Prime Minister at the time. Oh my god. Who was not That's Boris so Johnson, cool. who kind of sucks, but it's fine. Just my opinion. Allegedly. Yeah, we're big Winston Churchill fans For legal purposes, I can do whatever I want. Um, It's not diplomatic immunity. (laughs) It's like the permit in Parks and Rec reset. I can do whatever I want. It's okay, I have a permit. And Um, what what did did he say when Ron handed that to the officer? It just said, I'm an American, I can do what I want, or what does it say? I think it just says, I can do what I want. (laughs) This is just a paper that says, I can do what I want. Correct. Um, also, during his time when he was learning dance, he also learned gymnastics, which helped him out later on, as we will learn. He was hey, uh, man. Can we can we take a pause here? No. Okay. What do you have something important to say? I I've been working on my Ron Swanson impersonation. Oh. Oh, I've been working on my Tom Holland. So you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so. This is based off of the uh, the Duke Silver version of Ron Swanson. So, <clears throat> no, I can't do it right now. Have it's you not, actually no. been working on this or were you yes. just going to pull it out of your butt? Why are you no. working on this? Why are you workshopping because a in Duke Instagram, Silver, Ron <laughs> Swanson? A very, a very niche. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so, uh, an Instagram commercial came on and it's like he's he's doing audiobooks now and it was something that he said something along the lines of like i've been told that my voice is like 
uh, an aphrodisiac Butter. or something, and I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, oh, it, <laughs> yeah, actually, okay, it is. And I thought my voice was, and I was like, no, we have very different voices. But all right, let me see if I can do. Let me see if I can pull it off the top of my head here. I'll, I can do my Tom Holland first if you want. Go it's ahead, do it, do it, do it. Come <clears throat> on, let me get some water. Toki, tell us a fact, and then we'll do this. Okay, well, since you're about to do his voice, I will say um, he has mentioned like now when he goes back to do Spider-Man after now that his like career has expanded more when he goes back into Spider-Man he has he raises his voice like a an octave above what his actual pitch is to make himself sound younger which he uh has said is a bit of a struggle sometimes it is a struggle i tom Holland <laughs> struggle very deeply with my high pitched voice when i'm spider-man hip, hip. is that dobby and what? I want to, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> You're doing a bad job. <laughs> Zero out of ten stars. Oh, that's wrong. I actually was being <laughs> serious. I actually spent time working on my Ron Swanson Duke right, Silver. And you just blo- let's bloody hear it then, Carmen. Uh, okay. <laughs> you Muppet? <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> you the look on the Kelky's face. <laughs> Hello. I don't even like. I can't even compose an insult for how bad that is. <laughs> it's like a cross between uh, Dobby and the Geico Gecko. <laughs> I'm offended on behalf of every British person. Oi! Would you like to save fifteen percent or more on your car insurance? I'm oh wait! Sorry, I man. just slung some webs into your car. <laughs> now you're just singing. I can't. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was mine. Now who's his? All right. You got, <clears throat> do your, Carmen is usually pretty good at these. All right. <clears throat> I got. I think I got to take one ear. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I got to be able to hear myself. All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. I'm gonna go ahead right now, and we're gonna play some smooth jazz. No, I got to I got to get the moment. I got to yeah. Come so back to me. It was. It was. Like I really a had it at the end. No, I, I had it really good the other day. Genuinely, I feel I, I, I no no joke. I got to come back to it because I had it really good the other day. I, I have to warm up. I have to hear I it. Really I have to get into it. Was it was better than Gabe's. I'll no. <laughs> give you that much. No, I got to circle back to it. Anyone listening out there, don't judge me on that. I'm coming back. Nick Offerman, you and I, we're going to have a smooth voice off sometime. Okay. Anyways. Tom, Tom. Holland. <laughs> Um, yes. Okay, so he's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Sling, sling, Spider Man! <laughs> I hate it so much. Umbrella, Ella! <laughs> What's up, Zendaya? I'm doing a podcast! <laughs> Are we finished? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing a podcast there, mate! <laughs> okay, We're good. I'm done. We're serious. Serious face. <laughs> We got this. We, we're good. We're men. Okay. Okay, so he decided to transition to film from stage. Um, and so the first film he did was the movie Impossible, which was about a family that was trapped during the, I don't know if you remember this, in 2004 there was that really bad and random earthquake that caused the huge tsunami from the Indian Ocean. Yes. And so this movie, I remember previews for this movie because it looked very jarring. I did not see it because it looked stressful. Um, And he played the kid and Naomi Watts was his mom. And basically he has said that work, the experience working with Naomi Watts is what cemented for him that he wanted to pursue film acting as a career. Um, The, the movie was filmed on a $45 million budget and earned 180 million worldwide, which is successful for sure. Um, he did say that it was very physically and emotionally draining. They filmed like a bunch of scenes in like the huge water tanks, like with, like they did with Titanic and stuff. And so it was like very physically demanding, um, for sure. I could do that. I I think I could do the, the, the swimming part. You know what I don't like about swimming is the, uh, no, no, no. The, 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 the thought of fish underneath me or like a snapping turtle could bite me at any time. You know, I don't think that they put fish and turtles in the tank. That's what I'm saying. I would have no problem doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, remember when we were at the zoo and we saw that giant 
like man-eating snapping turtle. That is what I imagine is underneath me at all times. That was wild. I did have a nightmare about alligators last night. I am very excited to live in a place where I don't constantly fear alligators in every puddle. What's the, there are any animals to worry about in Tennessee? Rattlesnakes. We have, we have copperheads. Those are pretty bad. Okay. Um, See, I'd rather deal with an alligator than a copperhead, I think. You're probably I not can see very an alligator likely coming. to interact with both because, like, because alligators are nocturnal. You're really probably not going to see much of them. But copperheads, they're very, like in super wooded areas typically, so like you probably wouldn't see any of those either. Also, I grew up like running through the woods, and I've really only ever seen one copperhead, and it was dead. So I'm doing. I think it's okay. A piece of copper okay. fell on its head. We do have it. one time I saw a black widow and I, uh, I told my dad movie. and he told me to go kill it. And I was like, you go kill it. I'm a child. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. <laughs> he killed do you it guys with have, a shovel. Do you guys have brown recluse? Yeah, in, I was going to uh, say we also have brown recluse in Tennessee. Yeah, that I can't mess with. J- Jess's mom got bit by a brown recluse and it like made a giant scar. Yeah. And, like, you have to get it treated immediately or your hand if you will got, just like fall off. Yeah, like, but but also imagine you get bit on your face. Your face will fall off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to get it treated immediately. I don't it's mess wild. with those those, I don't those love spiders. A spider. I don't. Well, love that it. sounds awful. But uh, the thing with a spider is you can step on it and it will die. Uh, if you step on an alligator, it will not die. It will eat you. If it's a baby alligator, so you could. <laughs> even well, if it's a baby spiders. alligator, it probably won't die. Anyways, okay, Tom Holland. Back to our favorite spider boy. (laughs) It's true, relevant. Um, Okay, so here's a fact I did not know. I bet I knew it already. In 15, do you know what part he auditioned for that he did not get? Um, In 2015? um, Finn Finn from Star Wars. Yes, yes, he auditioned for Finn for The Force of Awakens. Obviously, he was was unsuccessful. Oh, right, right, right. I did not watch that interview, but I do remember the seeing that he was on it. Um, <laughs> he, he, um, so he couldn't take it seriously because he was auditioning with them and <laughs> he had to do signs opposite a robot, like opposite a <laughs> droid. And so he did his line and then the casting director went beep boop <laughs> and he like, <laughs> and so he started laughing. He couldn't get through the scene. Yeah, that would be difficult. <laughs> if a human being no was conviction. like, I'll read the beep. other lines. Beep, boop. Beep, boop. <laughs> so yeah, but imagine imagine a Star Wars sequel trilogy where we don't have John Boyega. I know. I mean, there are certain things where you hear like, oh, this person almost got it. Like, we did that whole episode on that. Did whole episode like, that would have changed yeah. it so much. Yes. Um, okay, so later that year is when he signed his contract with uh, the MCU for five films, which he has done more than five films at this point. So what's going to happen next? Who knows? He has actually said that he doesn't think he should continue to play Spider-Man into his thirties because he thinks it would be disrespectful to the character, but the writers and directors of Spider-Man disagree aggressively. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Obviously after the end of, of no way home, we need, we need some resolution. Although we might get it in Doctor Strange. I don't know because I don't know what that movie's about because I don't watch trailers. But I'm hoping that there's some resolution in it for Spider-Man. They're, they're, uh, the rumor, no, the, ru- the rumor mill is that Tom Cruise is playing a sp- uh, uh, an Iron Man variant. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty mad about it. I also have seen that the rumors that Deadpool is going to be in it, which I would not be mad about. Basically, anything Marvel does at this people. point. What was that? There's just so many rumors about so many yeah. people. At this point, Marvel could put any single human in that movie and people would be like, oh my fuck! <laughs> I know. Have you? I actually um, was, I went down like a rabbit hole of watching basically people like when No Way Home first came out, people filmed in the theaters the reaction of the theaters yeah. when like they have the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire reveals, which spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! At this point, it's been almost three months. I don't feel bad for you. If I'm the one spoiling it for you, that's pretty impressive that you've managed to avoid spoilers for <laughs> <laughs> this long. Um, also, go see No Way Home. It's literally amazing. I have watched it like three times. It's so good. It's no Thor Dark World. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I was actually what were you thinking, say? I was like, 
We might have you to start, like, you redo started your thought. our. Oh, okay. Um, we're gonna have to redo our Marvel rankings. Oh, with, yeah, probably soon. We'll wait till after Doctor Strange and all like yeah. this slate of movies. And, there's so, I, and we could even include the shows in there as well. Oh, yeah, we could do, that's gonna be a little two parter episode for yeah. sure. As long as we don't yeah. include Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, I mean like the new, dive. like the Disney Plus shows. I am like very behind on released. Hawkeye, so. I, yeah, I haven't watched the last episode. <laughs> I've like only not watched two episodes or something. Hawkeye, it ends up being pretty good. I also am, have only not seen the finale of Book of Boba Fett because I just <laughs> get to it's a point. It's so and like, good. <laughs> busy and I'm like, and then I just I see things on the internet. I'm like, well, I guess I know this happens. Anyways. Gabe, Thomas, how did you not watch any of the Book of Boba Fett? I'm honestly Star Wars is kind of not my jam right now, but we I don't want to upset you. So well, then, why would you even say that? Why would it's you? Just even, Herman, what's I, on your shirt? Me? What is? Oh yeah. Yeah, I knew it was a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> I just think Star Wars right now is very lazily written, but that's okay. fine. Kelki, you were going to share. You were going to share a thought, but then you stopped your thought. You were saying something about the people recording with the on the set of No Way Home and then going into the the theater reactions, and then you stopped. Oh, and yes. I'm just, I got um, like down a rabbit hole watching those reactions of those reveals, and it just like brought such joy to my heart because I am like, I sometimes I get a little annoyed when people respond verbally in a movie theater. But truthfully, <laughs> I could not control myself when Andrew Garfield. I like was 97% sure it was coming. Like, in that moment, I was like, this is it. I thought it was going to be Toby first, truthfully. But I was like, this is it. They're going to... And when he pulled it off and it was Andrew Garfield, I truly, like, could not contain myself. And I, like, clapped my hands together. And then the entire... so And then, like, the rest of the theater started clapping. And I was like, that was my bad, guys. I started that, like, out of pure (laughs) excitement. I, like, could not contain myself. I love Andrew Garfield so much. My grandmother texted me last night at, like, 1030 and was like, have you seen Tick, Tick, Boom? It's so good. And I was like, oh, I can't watch it because I'm like terrified because I know how sad it's going to be. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. It's on the Netflix. Please watch it. And I was like, no, it I, is fine. I know. I, I'm I, just I, ever told you that I just there's love no, There's nothing. Nothing bad happens to Andrew Garfield. I, no, in real okay. life, something bad happened to that character. Yeah, but it's just like, going to make me sad. To think Im- it doesn't it. even imply that. Like, okay. I know, but I know it's the fine. reality. It's very sad. But anyways, I think Andrew Garfield is a gem and we'll probably do that pretty soon as well. Speaking also of Andrew probably, Garfield, I have a fun fact. Sorry, fun what fact. Were you gonna do say? it. Uh, okay. I, I was going to say we probably should should call out right okay. now the fact that uh, you know Tom Holland uh, in a recent interview was like, "Man, I wish now that I have this closure, I wish that I would have been the guy who would have texted Andrew Garfield." That was going to be when my they fun recast. fact. Oh, right now. Yeah, he said in an interview that he actually like feels really guilty and he wishes that he had reached out to Andrew Garfield when he found out that he was going to be Spider-Man because he's like having played this character now and like had this experience of being like such in like such an iconic role like if I just randomly found out some kid was going to take it and do it in different movies like he was like it would be devastating and I just wish that I had like reached out and like helped kind of bridge that for him and I like think it's yeah, great that they closure. ended up getting to work together and like having such like a positive relationship with their they characters again. Who knows? I think it's so good so um, that was going to be my fun fact that's so fun I also thought that was very uh, kind and professional of Tom Holland to say yeah it's it is interesting to think too because that character it's like Spider-Man is the Marvel's uh, version of of Batman. Batman's just constantly getting re yeah. returned and recasted. But I feel like with that, there's a lot of toxicity around that character and the masculinity behind it as mm-hmm. to where, like, I look at Spider-Man and I go, man, like, Tobey Maguire, not a typical machismo, like, yeah. character, like superhero. and Right, but so also Andrew Garfield and, and Tom likeable. Holland. Even though Tobey Maguire yeah. was a 35-year-old man. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's also insane to me that Andrew Garfield is almost 40 and he still looks that good. Hollywood selling the your soul to the devil. The more I think about it, I'm going to be honest. Andrew Garfield is making a surprise entrance into like my top celebrity loves and he might be coming for first place. Like he might be knocking Zac Efron out of first place, yeah, which I'm is a- like an insane thing for me to say. I know. It's like uncontrollable. 
because I keep waking up and I'm like, Michael, I had another dream that I was dating Andrew Garfield again. Like we're in love. Sorry. That's, you know, here's the thing. It's okay. It's okay to change your, your celebrity crush. I still love Zac Efron. I just think, and because here's the thing, this is again, I'm just such a whore for talent and he can sing who knew he's a very talented singer. And he just like, you know, you throw in a British accent. What are you going to do? Hello. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is supposed to to be my episode. Why are we talking about him? Oh, sorry. I forgot we were doing this, Dobby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, No Way Home. Uh, Tom Holland described No Way Home as, in his opinion, the most ambitious standalone superhero movie ever made, which I think is true. I don't know that you could really say it's a standalone, because I do think you kind of need a good amount of backstory, (laughs) in my opinion. You can watch it without knowing things, but then you just wouldn't. It, is it's, it a good movie then? It's better if you've watched um, the other two Spider-Man movies and then all of the Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire and also Doctor Strange. <laughs> so the it's like of, hard to call it a standalone. The meme of, do I need to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, and 1, 2 to understand <laughs> Spider-Man? Exactly. <laughs> and you don't need to, but you definitely should. Also, I'm super glad that we watched Doctor Strange a couple weeks before we saw No Way Home because I was like, it just kind of was a good reminder of that stuff as well. Um, also, it was the first film since Rise of Skywalker to earn more than $1 billion in the box office, which is probably kind of skewed as we were in a pandemic for two years, but it's fine. But have any movies come out that you thought would have had a shot to get a billion dollars in the box office? I can't think of any off the top of my head. I mean, I think potentially Black Widow and Eternals could have if they were true, not pandemic box office releases solely based on the fact that they're Marvel movies and people will just go to a Marvel movie because it's an MCU movie and the MCU has basically built itself on you have to see all of these to see any of them kind of at this point. So I think potentially they could have. Other than that, I don't really know what else has come out. (laughs) I think to get a billion as an MCU movie or just any movie, it needs to be, like, repeat watches. Like, you gotta get a few people who are I mean, out I there watching I've it twice. I've watched <laughs> Spider-Man multiple times, so... Case in point. <laughs> I also watched Endgame a lot, but it also earned that. It was just on the front end of 2019. I will say, to your point that of cheering fun. in the theater, that's my one of my biggest pet peeves, but the only time I got close is when Captain America picked up Mjolnir. Spoiler for Endgame. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> When that happened, I was the moment I was like, Tony's going to die. <laughs> I was like, here's the thing. If he gets this, then Tony's going to die. There's no, it's just what's going to happen. Anyways, so that was emotional. Captain America is to Mjolnir as Tony is to death. <laughs> That's good, an SAT good. question for you. Do you think Peter could lift that hammer? Not yes. yet. See, I no. think... At the stage of Endgame, I think yes. I think maybe now, since then, I don't know. Because he's more jaded, especially after No Way Home. No. I don't know. Maybe one day. Also, I just have to say this about No Way Home. Because there's been a lot of movies with that are very fanservice-y, and I hate them. And I never knew what doing fan service correctly looked like until I saw No Way Home. And I was like, this. This is how you do fan service and not be stupid. Yeah, because Star Wars didn't do it right. Yes, thank you. Star Wars. No, they tri- did not. I thought they were they were closer than other things I've seen. But I just like the way it was executed in No Way Home. I was like, this is truly so flawless. And I just think it really is such a great movie. And I think it should get more awards but it kind of pisses me off the way that the Oscars are basically like well really most awards committees are like superhero movies don't get awards which is just stupid it doesn't matter how good it is they're just not going to get like at least Black Panther was nominated for best picture but it should have won but a lot of these superhero movies in my opinion should at least be nominated because they're good movies but just because they're action movies people don't get it anyways well, it it, it it creates it's too much. Uh, it becomes elitist. It be the it's yeah, like exactly. if it's not uh, a foreign film or if it's not a cheesy drama or if it's or not like uh, making a huge statement. Which, like, not to say those things aren't important, 
those things are important and like film should exist to do multiple things and but sometimes like an action movie can also do great things yeah that's how i feel yeah i agree look at jack reacher with tom cruise great movie i, I hate tom. wow um so upcoming movies Recently announced, um, Tom Holland is going so, to be Fred Astaire in a biopic, which I am very excited about because I know he's going to do his own dancing, and I think it's going to be so good. So was he only in that Invincible movie before Spider-Man? Um, no, he did like a couple short films, and he did something um, with, let me pull it back up, uh, with Chris Hemsworth, actually. Sorry. Thomas Stanley Holland. It's pretty crazy if all of a sudden you just have one audition one movie and then all of a sudden you're spider-man what a career <sighs> that's all his okay the impossible and then in the heart of the sea he okay. played uh, a young sailor and chris hemsworth i guess was like the main sailor and they were like stuck at sea and oh, it, nightmare. yeah it got good reviews but i think it was like only released in the uk or something i don't know but i found it interesting also, that he worked with chris hemsworth on that before he worked in the mcu also wasn't that his dance battle thing on the lip sync battle that was with zendaya wasn't it yeah because i think it was promoting the spider-man movie yeah what a full circle moment. Anyway. I know. They're together, obviously. That's part so of this. Gemini, listen, if, Spoiler today, alert. If, you're, if your type is June 1st, then let me tell you. <laughs> June 1st short kings, I got one for you. I was you, also, right yes, here. I should have mentioned he is 5'7". Yes. Tom Holland is one inch taller than I am. Edge. One inch taller than me. Uh, sure. It's true. Um, he has also done a lot of... Uh, voiceover work so he did <laughs> Spies in Disguise which was that weird movie where he like <laughs> turns Will Smith, Smith into a bird <laughs> yeah. uh, he did Onward which was not a good movie in my opinion agreed probably one of the worst Pixar movies in my opinion Onward was not good and remember when we did a full <laughs> review of that movie yeah, yeah I have a lot of thoughts on it and it's remember, uh, we did reviews. <laughs> remember Trolls <laughs> oh, God, I try not to and then Uncharted just came out. Uh, so far, it came out, what, Friday? It's getting mixed reviews. I mean, it's another action movie based on a video game, so it's yeah. going to be piece some I'll people are going to love it, some people are going to not understand Netflix. it. Yeah, I think it's definitely one that I'm like, I can watch this from the comfort of my own home. Yeah, While you agreed. eat your soup in bed. I do love to eat in bed. Um... So, yes, those were... Okay, so I did want to tell... Have you guys heard the story of how he found out he was Spider-Man? No, this is uh, going to be news to me. I think so. So, he was doing an interview, and he said he had basically been in auditioning for, like, five months on and off for Spider-Man. And he saw on Instagram that Marvel Studios posted, go to our website to find out who the new Spider-Man is. When he saw that, he said, oh, I didn't get it, because he assumed they would have called me totally, to tell yeah. me. <laughs> And some, I think they had maybe called his agent and he just hadn't been told yet, but he clicked on it and found out. And so that's how he found out that he was Spider-Man. That's that hilarious. Awful though. To be to somebody who just went through interview processes that took like two weeks. And I was like, Oh, this is taking forever to go five <laughs> months. <laughs> Sounds yeah. God awful. Um, also when he got the part, he went and got a little Spider-Man tattoo on the bottom of his foot, like the Spider-Man symbol, which is precious. Love that. Um, he is just such a precious nugget. And I wanted to read some quotes from people who worked with him about what it's like to work with him. So um, one of his directors said he was poised and professional, but also confident and personable. Um, a nice reviewer has said that he is so popular on the internet webs because of a combination of his cheeky British charm, his vulnerability and his wit. <laughs> And the a German actress who worked with him in The Impossible said that he is blessed with a deep soul. He is down to earth, polite, and a very friendly person. Deep soul. Those are all Gemini characteristics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he is an avid golfer. 
his okay he has listed three favorite ir or mc i fucked it up three favorite mcu films <laughs> do you want to take a guess at what those three are i can tell um, you i know exactly what they are uh, three favorite mcu films okay thor ragnarok and the other spider-man movies one of those I'm... was correct <laughs> okay no, so thor, thor ragnarok so thor is ragnarok. thor ragnarok is one of his favorites Captain America: Civil War. No. Okay. Well, I knew Thor uh, Ragnarok. Iron Man three. <laughs> yeah. Thor Ragnarok is one of them. Uh, what else? Avengers Endgame is one of them. Oh, I don't know. So I need to. Uh, oh, the um. Uh, recently. And Spider Man: No Way Home. I'm gonna say so. Okay, we got Thor Ragnarok. We have Avengers Endgame. And Black Panther. No, but I do guess. love Black Panther. All right, don't tell. I want. I want more guess. Um, Ant Man. No, but it is Iron Man. Oh, I told you it was Iron Man three. I also no, it's Iron Man one, and he has actually said that he does not think that any other person ever in the world should try and play Tony Stark after Robert Downey Jr. is done because he did such a good job. Also, he and Robert Downey Jr. have a very close mentor-mentee relationship, as most of us probably know. Um, And when he was auditioning for Spider-Man, this is, uh, I feel like this is a common story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. They said that he did it, had a great audition, but the main thing that set him apart was knowing that he had this background in dance and gymnastics. And he, one of the times when he was doing like a screen test with Chris Evans, it said like um, Spider-Man flips into frame <laughs> and he goes, should I do this? And Chris Evans goes, yeah, man, you should do it. Thinking like he can't do it. And he, so he did it. So he like flipped in, yeah. he like went to the corner of the room and flipped in and started doing the scene. And Chris Evans was like, so taken aback that he was like, what just happened? So they had to start over. <laughs> and they're at that moment, they're like, we got our spider kid. We got it. That was his, I mean, <laughs> uh, Kevin Feige has said that that was definitely one of like the biggest reasons that they cast him because like knowing he already had that skill and it's just like a, you just carry yourself differently. Um, yeah. and it's like, you're very light on your feet, which is obviously very important to the character of Spider-Man. Now, clearly I have gone on like a seven minute Andrew Garfield rant a minute ago. So I love him, but I personally feel that, Tom, again, I'm not a big comic book person, so this is really just film knowledge. I think Tom Holland is the best representation of my understanding of Spider-Man as not a comic book person. That was well said. Does anyone have varying opinions? No, I, th- I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man, like all around, but yeah. everybody can have their opinion I don't, on you. I mean, I think they all do a good job and they all have merits to the way they play the character um i just think if you're like looking overall at like the characteristics of spider-man i think tom holland sums it up the best as and it it just they it also write him very well like i think <laughs> he got very lucky because his director and writer like team is so great and yeah. he's like written so well and like they kept they capture the humor and the awkwardness of like being a teenager in those movies in my opinion better than the other two yeah. yeah, I yeah, I would even say Andrew Garfield never felt awkward. He just felt like kind of a cool, cool guy, cool skater boy. Yeah, that's when. Okay, this is again probably me being blinded by my love for Andrew Garfield. When I watch those movies, I'm like, why doesn't he have any friends? He would be yeah. so popular. He he's uncool? so hot. Like teenagers are shallow. This guy would be so popular because he's wildly attractive. And I understood Tobey Maguire being unpopular because he looked unpopular. Yeah. He also was unpopular on the set. So, <laughs> um, no, seriously. So, um, we can do a Tobey Maguire episode. But the uh, Joe Manganiello, the guy that's dating uh, Sophia, what's her face from? Vergara. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, the guy I think they're married. About, the buff guy. Yeah. Anyways, yes, go ahead. Um, he was paid, he, he was offered money by the crew to actually hit it. Tom McGuire in a fight scene and he was like yeah I'm not gonna break Spider-Man's nose I feel like I won't act anymore if I just <laughs> break Spider-Man's nose but like somebody offered him money and then somebody next by said oh I'll double that like I'll I'll add on to that because they did not like him he doesn't strike me as the guy who's a douchebag though is wow. he the man version of Katherine Heigl okay well no 
and I'll tell you much later in our lives why Katherine Heigl is terrible um, because I'll have very specific examples that I cannot specifically share with you at this time in our lives. Oh. But later on, is when it the because time it's is Grey's summer, Anatomy related? It's very Grey's Anatomy related. <laughs> at a later time in our lives, I will tell you those things. And it is very, it is one thing to be a diva, and it is completely other another thing to be wildly disrespectful to people who are the reason that you have a career. Is he worse than uh, Dr. Shepard? Is that his name? <sighs> we can't go into any spoilers. There's <laughs> no spoilies. all of these things well, well, that's a personal. That's a personal thing, not a great... Anyways, it doesn't matter. Tom Holland was a great, <laughs> is a great Spider-Man. Yes. What I was also, going to say in sorry, regards to that was that I think... For, for the way the scripts were written and the times that the film were released, all three Spider-Man characters, Toby, Andrew, and Tom, all did a fine job mm-hmm. of, of their craft in their moment. I just think, looking on it, Tom Holland's will probably age the best. Yes. And again, he was, in my opinion, blessed with the best like writing and directing team. Um, cause like you can be a great actor and if you're given garbage things to say, you, you can be doing a good job and still like what you're saying is garbage, which is, you just can't do anything about it. Um, uh, the amazing Spider-Man too is how I feel. I just think that like Andrew Garfield did a great job and, um, uh, why do I want to say Emma Watson? That is not the right Emma. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> Um, Emma Stone also, I think, did a great job, and I think they have very good chemistry together. But the way that movie is written makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. It's like well, six movies dating. in one, and then it just they were ends. Actually, dating when those movies came out. So yes, all of them have been dating, even though all of them were explicitly told by their directors not and producers to not to date. <laughs> <laughs> did, <laughs> and they did all Toby did date, it anyways. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Dunce? I did not know yeah, that they dated. And um, also, it's Tom, the Spider-Man effect. All right, my Literally. yeah, I was about to say my question is, all right, Carmen, your cast is Spider-Man. Who plays opposite you so they inevitably fall in love with you? Who Alexander you Daddario. I was about to say it's Alexander yeah, Daddario. <laughs> but here's Game, the thing. Same question. We'd we'd um, be we'd be a great power couple, the two of us. See, normally I would say Zendaya, however, that's taken <laughs> by another Spider-Man. So I would pick for now. Oh man. Hmm. Can I just pick Zendaya still? Yeah, you still can okay? still pick Zendaya. There's no rules right. in this game. Yeah. All right, Zendaya. Here's the thing. Or in the universe that we know now, spoiler alert, she doesn't even remember Spider-Man. That's true. That's a good point. So in you, you have Spider-Man. Don't throw away your shot, bro. That's a good point. Um, I also wanted to read this quote that uh, some Tom Holland said that about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not to be compared with. Dwayne the Rock Jansen, our number one. Yeah. Who is one our number one fan and celebrity <laughs> podcast host? Uh, uh, he he gives us tips and tricks mm-hmm. on how to deliver mm-hmm. jokes. Um, he has <laughs> an energy drink called Uaz. Um, he uh, is a professional uh, former wrestler, but not with WWE. WWE. He was with uh, EWW, which is mm-hmm. U. Um, <laughs> and also he is uh, uh, he was uh, not played Maui in the movie Moana. Uh, he played Moana in the movie Maui. So yes, uh, yeah, it's this confusing. is Dwayne. Yes, it's the, their their career trajectories are very similar, and it's easy to get them mistaken. But they're very different people. It's like No Way Home, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Tom Holland said, "The Rock is someone I've always looked up to. His whole thing is be the hardest working person in the room, and that is something that I've always taken to heart." And when The Rock saw this, he responded. Tom Holland is a good buddy and continues to earn his success daily. His level of fame isn't easy to navigate and he's done it brilliantly and elegantly. I look forward to working with him one day, which made me think I freaking hope they do work together. Cause I would absolutely see a movie that they were that would be delightful. both in because yeah. I think they have such like, it would be a great like action comedy film. Like I thought is, Jumanji was very enjoyable. If it was something like that, where it's a comedic film that also has action elements is black Adam DC or MCU. DC. I don't know what that is, so not MCU. <laughs> the Rock is yeah. doing. He's. It's a superhero movie. It's kind of like uh, Shazam, but it's uh, The Rock because Shazam was 
Uh, we watched that movie together. Yeah, we did. Shazam was DC, right? Yes. yes With Zachary DC. Levi? Yes. Yes. I would love to see, unless Tom Holland has a non-compete where he can't do a DC movie, but that'd be dope. They, uh, I think they all do. Uh, that would be... But yeah, whatever they do, it'll probably be in the jungle. So I think it's funny you mentioned Jumanji. Yes. But I was going to say, they'll probably be in a movie in the jungle together. That seems... Yeah. Maybe um, Zendaya can bring them both into the, the Dune part two. I have um, one fun fact. There was a lull in his acting career, and his mom was like, I really think you need a backup, so I'm going to make you go to carpentry school. So he went to carpentry huh. school. <laughs> so he could fun. also he <laughs> be a carpenter, much like Jesus. Mm. Yes. Tom Holland's next role, starring Jesus. Tom Holland as Jesus. Flips into frame. <laughs> Carves something let, fast. Let me turn this water into wine. Also, it's a musical, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, okay, so those are all my fun facts. I think, oh, I also, him and Zendaya just bought a house together that's like $4 million, so good for them. Mm, precious angels. I also started I watching Euphoria. want so only great things. <laughs> I have not started watching that because I hear it's the most dramatic. Mm, yeah, it's very 13 Reasons Why, Degrassi, Gossip Girl, these kids are fucking like, adults, and yeah, nobody the most answers questions thing why. That would never <laughs> happen in a high school ever in the world. Eh, there were some adults fucking kids in my high school. Okay, well that sounds great. <laughs> I'm not like saying I don't support it, it just was happening. Um. So, yeah, those. that's my Tom Holland. Does anyone have anything to add about Tom Holland? What role... If any, could you put him in that you would love to see him in? I, I, really I see him would put, love to see. That would be great. Yeah. I, I, I would like to see uh, Tom Holland in, in some sort of talking dog movie. Um, <laughs> he already did a talking pigeon movie. No, 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 not like that. I want to see him. No, no, like I'm talking real, not, not cartoon, not animated. Oh, you um, know why I hate those. I want a live action CGI talking dog. Um, and yeah, like, like air bud, but the dog actually is talks. Is he the voice of the dog or is he the dog's best friend that the he's dog talks the, to? He's both. He's oh, okay. pulling a Michael oh. Myers and he's playing all the roles. I do hate this even more now. He mentioned, uh, this is a little off topic, but he mentioned. Also his dad one. in the movie is Michael Myers. <laughs> oh my God. So many layers. Can his dad be the rock instead? And then we all uh, get our wish. Uh, his uh, his dad's uh, husband is The Rock, so it's a uh, it's a gay gay parental unit of Michael Myers and The Rock. Okay. I'll take that. And a that talking dog, also us. played by Tom Holland. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about him in as this Fred Astaire because I'm really excited to see his dance skills utilized more. Um, so I also think it would be great. I'm sure if they did some kind of movie musical of something, he would do something in it and i'm sure he would be lovely in that i love and, when tv shows Andy have like a musical good. episode and i would love an mcu musical movie like in hawkeye the avengers movie. yeah yeah i would just love because i love when like just a tv show has a random musical episode and i would love just uh, mcu i to do be love like, it but it typically goes terribly yes but they're just so fun guilty pleasure yeah. Speaking of speaking of Marvel, I know I know that this is like the Tom Holland Spider Man mo- episode, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Uh, but I also think I was recently. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. Uh, Kevin, is it Feige? Feige? Feige. Feige. Um, I before E. Uh, he was he was saying that there will be no more Avengers movies. It's all the named character, and then there's probably a ton of crossover. So let me ask you guys this: If they were to do another Avengers movie, and Tom Holland is one of the Avengers leaders. Do you think that that's the right time if it's a a, a Tom Holland led Avengers group to bring back Iron Man and Captain America and try to find a way to bring alternate reality Black Widow into the picture? No, I just don't I think, think they they're need they're to be gone back. for a while. <laughs> I don't think they're coming back. And I don't. Maybe that's see an the episode that Tom Holland dies. I also don't want to see that. So ever, it's true. We'll no, I got nothing. Him. I got nothing else. No, I mean, then. he'll probably outlive us, so I think we're okay. Also, they might not do Avengers, but it's like when they did Captain America: Civil War. I was like, this is an Avengers movie, in my opinion. 
I agree. It's 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 Avengers light. Yeah. Diet Avengers. <laughs> I just think of all of our alternate uh, like John Krasinski as Captain America. Diet Captain America. Did he say he was a Captain America? I thought it said he was an Ant-Man. No, I think he was almost cast as Captain America. Oh, I'm saying the thing that I saw him as it's rumored that he's going to be in the multiverse as something else. Oh, oh, that would be sick. Him in anything. I really like him. He's been typecasted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. You're right. You're right. And so his his wife has been. Yeah. um, The Invisible Woman. Uh, No, 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 no. We're bringing back Jessica Alba from the dead. (laughs) She is busy running multiple businesses. Yeah. And lo- uh, she, okay, I don't, man, I miss her. Can she come back also, to acting? Also, she literally just filmed a huge, really weird campaign with Zac Efron for Dubai. Google visit Dubai trailer, and it's like, it looks like it's an, a legitimate action film, but it's an ad for people. It's like a tourism ad for Dubai, and it's her and Zac Efron. And I really thought wasn't, it was a movie for a very long time. And then Ryan was like, "No, it's just a commercial." And I was like, "I wasn't hate this." Wasn't there something like that a few years back that people got mad? It was that Crocodile Dundee thing, wasn't there? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With um, one of the Hemsworth, Hemsworth, right? Yeah. Was it and Liam? It was like a movie, but it was like a fake. It was like a tourism. It was. Thing. It was come to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. It was always like that. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, but this, I mean, it looks, okay. uh, I can't imagine how much money was spent on this. It's so high budget. But yeah, if you just Google like visit Dubai trailer, then it's Jessica Alba and Zac Efron because he posted a bunch of about it on his Instagram. And Jessica so. Alba as the Invisible Woman is one of the first times in my young adult life I remember being attracted to something. <laughs> like I have that memory stored in my head because she was like, they, they casted her and then said, well, she has to be in her underwear at some point. <laughs> that would be Well, great. naturally, and they yeah. Made, and then they made her an underwear once in each movie. And I said, oh, am I attracted to this? I do, <laughs> I do like that. Okay. So this has been Tom Holland. Um, so blessed that Tom Holland himself was able to drop by for a Of course, don't mention it. <laughs> uh, so Tom, great. you're so silly. <laughs> Such a blessing. Um, so, yeah. Hey, so that's uh, our Tom. Tom Holland facts. Tom, can you give the uh, microphone back to Gabe so he can close us out? Sure thing. There you go, Gabe. I'm back. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Please don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's rude. <laughs> Tom can still okay. hear you. Well, yeah, he's I said very. What I said. He's next to he's next to Eddie. Um. So. Hi. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the, the don't forget on. about me. My name is Megan Crumbs. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I forgot about Megan, Megan Crumbs. I hate her. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, We're going to well, play badminton ep- together tomorrow. Our podcast was she is British starting... last week? I don't think so. She comes in and out, but I'm trying to impress Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast has become okay. like the MCU where you have to listen to every episode to understand the newest episode. <laughs> so I love it. Aye, Anyways, I'll, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on all the things. Dude Thoughts Pod, Jim Neater Gabe, Chaotically Kelky, Carmen.Gabriel.Official. Oh, I also was on Booze and Broadway in one of the upcoming oh, episodes. Yeah. So go check out that. We talk some Tangled, which is my favorite Disney movie. Um, so go check that out. Kelky, are you on any episodes this season? I, don't uh, I am not, but I do... Um post all their instagrams and i talked to oh. nathan. nathan goes oh my god i'm recording with gabe tomorrow and i go i know he told me he goes wow that was so rude of him <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, yeah go support him go support <laughs> us go support your dreams because if you got them if you got a dream go and chase it and we will see you all in the next one bye